0: Hey there, and welcome to the Expand Online podcast. We're at the halfway point of the Expand Online Summit, and there is still a lot of time for you to learn from the experts to take action and put things in motion in your business. Click over to the show notes for the registration link. It's expandonlinesummit.com. Today's episode is a peel back the layers type episode. We're going to break down the differences between landing pages and sales pages and checkout pages. All these types of pages have a critical role in your online art education business and I know that they can be confusing at times. So here we go. Let's start at the beginning. While a landing page can be defined as any page on your website that you drive traffic to, the specific definition of a landing page that I want to work with is that it's a dedicated page on your website that has one unique goal. To begin the process of inviting people to go deeper in a relationship with you the landing page isn't going to have your normal website header you know the home about contact and services links those aren't going to be there rather it's going to go straight into the page purpose the page is going to consist of a headline, which is what you are asking them to sign up for, an image or graphic to represent the ask, maybe a short description or bullet points, and a sign up box for their name and email address. That's really about it for this page. It should be kept short and succinct so that it loads quickly, especially on mobile devices. And so that it doesn't take a lot of brain power to understand what it is you're trying to have the viewer do. From here, we direct our new subscribers to a thank you page. I'm not going to go into too much detail about the thank you page. At its simplest level, we just want to let people know that we've received their email address and to check their inbox for an email with the next steps and their access or download or whatever you are offering. There is a lot more that can go on the thank you page. But to start with, this is all I recommend. Get something up and working and then tweak it. Don't try to get to 100% before starting to share. There are a variety of tools that can be used for landing pages like this. Most email marketing platforms have built-in landing pages, which is definitely the simplest way to get started. There are dedicated tools like Leadpages and Instapage and a host of all-in-one platforms like ClickFunnels and Kartra that offer landing pages for simple and more involved funnels. Since I know my way around WordPress and have the tools to support me, I build landing pages right inside WordPress. You can see an example of one. And hey, while you're there, sign up. It's at techofbusiness.com forward slash online product. When it comes to building the landing page, the most important thing is to be in the mind of the viewer. What enticed them to click over? What are they dealing with that you could be solving or helping them with? What do you need to put on this page to help them take the next action step and enter their name and email address? In the expand online summit, I gave each of my 22 speakers the opportunity to share a free gift for the attendees. So I saw a lot of different tools and formats of these types of pages as I was putting the summit together. That's just one more reason to sign up so that you can see how other artists are using landing pages in their businesses. That is totally a secret benefit. It's something I hadn't even considered when I started recording this episode. While I use the term landing page, you might also see them referred to as a squeeze page or a capture page, maybe a splash page or a lead magnet page, maybe even an opt-in page, a gift page, or a free offer page. They are essentially the same thing. There are a lot of ways that people describe this type of page. But one thing they are not is a sales page and they are also not a checkout page. So <laughs> let's move on, shall we? A sales page is a page similar in format to the landing page insofar as it doesn't have your website header, but otherwise it's a completely different type of page. In my mind and what I help my clients with, a sales page is a long form invitation to work with you or enroll in your online program. It takes your prospective buyer from being curious to being interested to making a purchase. Think about the last time you bought an online course or program. What was on the sales page? How did it make you feel when you first got there? And by the end of the sales page, how were you feeling differently? We want to take our prospective customer through a journey of emotions on this sales page. First, we want them to know that we have a program or course that will offer them the solution to what they are looking for. Then we're going to build trust that we understand their struggles and concerns. And from there, we're going to go back and forth between sharing information about the course or program and helping them see why it's a good fit for where they are at and what they are wanting to do next. A sales page length, I believe, ties directly to the investment of the product. If you're asking someone to buy a seat at your online paint and sip workshop on Saturday night, the sales page can be far shorter than asking that same person to join a 10-module course or a 12-week group program. A lot less convincing, and the price tag is a lot lower. And another thing about sales pages, they need to be more robust the less your relationship is with the prospective client. So... If you're bringing your offline work online and targeting it to the same people you've worked with in person in the past, they are going to be far more likely to sign up for your program with a short sales page than someone who has only ever had brief encounters with you online. That second person is going to need to be wooed with a longer sales page. There are a lot of great sales page and conversion copywriters available to help you create the right sales page for your new online opportunity. So if this is overwhelming you, check them out. One that comes to mind is Jan Robbins. She was a guest on the podcast in episode 92. Now that's really all there is about a sales page. It's there to help your prospective customers get a better understanding of your course or membership or one-on-one service or group program. They are there to inspire others to take action and trust you to be part of their successes. And when someone says yes to trusting you, the next page they are gonna go to is your checkout page. I really encourage you to create this as a separate page rather than blending the checkout into the sales page. And that's for one specific reason, retargeting. We will get into that in a later episode, but right now let's define your checkout page. The checkout page is where your prospect becomes your client. This is where they enter their credit card information or pay you through PayPal or whatever other online payment system you choose. The key is to do something that's online and in the moment. The checkout process should be simple and streamlined. It is a transaction rather than an experience. It's taking someone from trusting you to investing in you. The more information you ask on the checkout page or landing page for that matter, the lower the follow through rate is going to be. Think about it. Do you need someone's email address? Yes, absolutely. Do you need their first name? Most likely. Do you need their telephone number? Probably not. Do you need their mailing address? Only if you need to charge tax. What about their birthday, favorite flavor of ice cream, and so on? Well, you see where I'm going. Having the phone number or birthday or favorite flavor of ice cream are great things to extend the relationship and foster a great sense of community. But you don't need those things at the time of purchase. You can send a new client questionnaire or similar form after the transaction. The checkout page has only one goal, to take them from prospect to customer. The checkout page will either live external to your other tools, like on Thrivecart, or internal to the platform that you're going to use to contain the program content. If it's internal, they will likely get immediate access into the portal. If it's external, there are a couple additional steps that we will need to take. Those are also outside of the scope of this podcast episode. So rest assured, when we work together, I'll make sure that it works no matter what system you are using. After the transaction, your checkout page will redirect your new customer to a thank you page where you provide them instructions on how to access or what to do next. And that's really about it. We're squared away with landing pages and sales pages and checkout pages. Do you have any questions for me about these pages and how to get them going for your business? Download the Expand Online Getting Started Guide, which is linked up in the show notes, and reply to any of my emails with your questions. Have a great week. And next week's episode is going to be a recap of the 2020 Expand Online Summit. Thank you for listening to this episode and sharing the podcast with your friends and colleagues. Have a great week.